You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> all right, it's <laughs> Friday night. I hope you're feeling all right. Sit back, relax, let yourself go. It's Friday night focus for week five with TSS. Let's get the introduction started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yes, sir, and I'm going to keep it quick this week, unlike our game last night, which just droned on forever. I'm going to get straight to the point. If you're looking for rankings, which we know you are because you're trying to set your lineups, go to tssfantasy.com, get all of our rankings. Everybody's updated at this point. So we are on par, we are ready to go, and we are ready to give you that good information. And if you need some merch, need some cool stuff, you see that logo up there, it's pretty tight, right? That night, right? Yeah, pretty tight. Go onto our site, get our new merch, get some of our shirts, get a hat, get something. Rep TSS Fantasy. We are growing every single day. And I'll leave this for Nick, but subscribe for us too. Because why, Nick? What are we offering? What are we offering? We are offering a CJ2K NFL football, signed NFL football, courtesy of... Justin, because I don't know who the hell got it to us. But anyway, I know he was responsible. So please click and subscribe. Uh, we don't we don't honor your um, your waiting there, sir. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do, but you're not welcome here. So anyway, um, <laughs> Justin, was that was that the end of your intro? He was. Uh, yeah, I, I was. I was trying to make it a transition. Yeah, he was trying <laughs> okay. to transition to you, but you know, we got. I got to introduce him, though. I got to. You know, he's got to get the Nick. You got Flander Macaronis. Welcome to the studio. 
Hey, I got two words for you. Let's ride. <laughs> That's it. I was all I, I put. I was like expecting a little more. All right. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else. Right. What am I going to do? It's well, Friday we night. Here. We definitely got to ride into that for sure. All right. Let's let's like Justin alluded to hit the subscribe button. We're giving the CJ 2K football. All you got to do is hit subscribe. We'll give it away here at the end of the month. I know I kept prepping it, but we're end of this month. We're giving it away. Hit the subscribe button. You'll want to. That'll be on Halloween night. We'll give that out. That'll be fun. Also, don't forget, <laughs> go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. I know it's crazy, but why do we do those crazy things, Justin? Because we freaking can. No, no, no. It's because we're the fantasy show of the people, Justin. When did the when did the switch get flipped? When did, I don't know. when, I don't know. when I don't did you know become which. the turd and I became the nice guy? I, I it's usually know. the other way around. I, I know. I did. I did switch that up on you guys, and I don't know what happened. And then I just we, kept we got to be versatile. I understand the commission just keeping us straight over here. You know what? You know what? You know we we are going to go with the f word today. We are going to be fluid. Fluid. I like fluid. that. All right. Well, speaking of that, fluid. let's talk about some news. And the news is somebody did the shame walk last night coming home, and his name was Russell Wilson. That oh, was wasn't me. Okay, good. <laughs> Maybe it was, Nick, but that was quite uh, embarrassing last night. I mean, on both sides of the football, quite frankly. I know, and let me just say this before I, you know, I kick it off to you guys. Um, the bottom line is I'm tired of hearing people like complaining about oh the football last night, the football. It's still football, bro. I was still it, I was still watching it. And what was cool is at the end, the ending was actually cool. You know what I mean? There was a some drama, and I actually was, you know, I, I just kept finding myself going, Wow, 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 like the mistakes after mistakes after mistakes, especially Russell Wilson was making. I just was not, I just didn't think it was gonna happen. Uh, but anyway, long story short. Um, you know, the Colts pull it off. Matt Ryan last night, you know, again, not very solid. 251 had the two interceptions. Naeem Hines, we saw what happened there. And that how crazy is that with just when that just happened to Tua? So, of course, that happened to happen to have someone else on a Sunday night or a Thursday night game where everyone's watching. That's crazy enough, but you know, hopefully everything's all right with him. Um, Deion Jackson, I said as soon as this guy like hit the field, I've never seen him before. But as soon as he was, I think he caught like a little one-handed pass. It was like his first time seeing him. He had some juice on him. Like he was pretty impressed. I don't know if that was just last night, but that was pretty. He looked pretty good last night. Um, he had 13 carries for 62 yards, uh, four receptions for 29 yards. Um, Alex Pierce uh, came up, eight receptions, 81 yards. I guess that was two weeks in a row where he's out caught Michael Pittman. So something to take note of. Obviously, on the other side, we we've mentioned it. Russell Wilson, 274, two interceptions, the one at the end. It doesn't make sense. Like, you know, Richard Sermon said, how are you not learning from your mistakes? I mean, it's just crazy. Mike says we're all over the place, but I guess we're, we're right here in Thursday night football. Boy, better get, better get with it. Melvin Gordon, um, you know, again, he looked okay, I guess. I mean, it just – it. 
just not the Melvin Gordon I was expecting, I guess, from the previous year. They both looked so good running the football um, and just not the Melvin Gordon that I was expecting to see. 15 carries, 54 yards. He averaged 3.6 yards, um, three receptions for 49 yards. Portland Sutton, you know, that's all basically really uh, obviously at the end what Russell Wilson was looking for. Uh, he had five receptions, Portland Sutton for 74 yards. Jerry Judy, three receptions for 53 yards. Excuse me, really could have had a couple of big boom plays too, but just missed out on him. Um, Justin, we'll go to you first. I know you you were talking a lot of smack about Russell Wilson. And I said you're a Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson hater, but what do you got to say about last night? So Nick... You know, you said the right word, fluid, fluidity. There was none to it on either offense. I mean, this was a game where I think we had like a record, like 25 defensive stops. And, you know, they were just not, I mean, we had 12 punts in this game, guys. Think about that. That's the amount of points that there was the winning score was 12. Like this was just a game of three and outs, and it was just happening so much. Uh, Coop, you were brave and you stayed till the end. I remember I knocked out about the third quarter. I was just like, I'm done with this game. I got to get up early in the morning. It ain't even worth it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and here's saying something for you Matt Ryan was making more plays than I think Russell Wilson was. As far as athletic plays go, like he had the jump shot fucking pass to like Michael Pittman. He was doing all kinds of crazy things to make shit happen. And Russell Wilson, I mean, not for not, man. You can call me a hater, whatever. I saw this guy for freaking 11 straight seasons in San Francisco. You know, absolutely he would do the bare minimum to beat the 49ers. It would, it would irk me because I'd be like, you look at this guy's statue, it's 222 touchdowns and an interception. I was just like, this guy is not fantasy gold. And he's finally starting to show that he's truly fool's gold in his new uniform. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is, but this guy has got to, you know, it was his lackluster. His performance really showed on the presser when he said Broncos country. And then he walked off and you just hear this. Let's ride in the very faded background. And you're just like, all right, this guy might be already checked out. We want to blame Hackett. I don't know if he want if he's the problem anymore because Hackett even came out and said, I just let freaking Russ do his thing on that last play. He saw what he saw and he checked out of it. So AJ Hammer obviously was upset because, you know, like he said, he could have walked in and he was right. If he just would have looked a little bit to him, you know, he had him wide open. Nick, what do you say about last night? Um, well, I think I can sum it up with last night's performance for both teams was the original name for this show. <laughs> yes. Got it. And, if, and if you don't know – you can figure it out what TSS together. might stand for, right? So uh, it was just awful. Um, you know, I don't know if the quarterbacks knew that they had to throw to the receivers on their own teams last night. It was it was just it was just ugly. Uh, you know, force forcing the ball in there. Uh, I'm mad at myself because I knew against my I knew I should not have played Michael Pittman la- last night. But I listened to damn Mike Clay on ESPN. And he says, you got to play him. And I was like, well, he, he gets paid. He must know more than me. Bull. He don't know nothing. And I, sh- and, and I should have listened to myself. And I should have played. Show, huh? I said, that's the point of our show. I know. And I should have played Dever du- Duvernay in a spot. So anyway, um, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. Uh, 
Russell Wilson right now has got to get his his act together. They said, you know, you got to let Russ cook. Well, if you if you let Russ cook now, you you might get a sl- sloppy PB and J. It may look tasty, but I'll tell, tell you what, it ain't gonna taste good going down. So, uh, <laughs> in any event, Russell Wilson is not living up to his contract. I have no idea what the hell I'm ta- talking about. He is not living up up to his contract right now. And, um, you know, the funny thing is I heard on the presser this morning and how to rewind it back that Nathaniel Hackett says, we got the go ahead to go for it on fourth and goal from who you are the go ahead guy. You are the one that, that says we're going to score or we're, I mean, we're going to kick or we're going to go for it. And, and it was a makeup call from week one when when he pulled them, when he pulled them, he said, no, we're going to kick the 68-yarder or whatever it was. He said, all right, well, I got $250 uh, million quarterback. Might as well let him throw. So, uh, again, in hindsight, 2020, he should have kicked. He should have went for a tie. But, damn it. I mean, you got K.J. Hammer wide open. Hit him in the end zone. He's forcing it to Cortland Sutton. If you're on one of those, um, you know, award shows the red light will be blinking right now like all right wrap it up and i'm and i'm jimmy v saying i don't care about that red light i got cancer all over my body i'm worried about 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 talking about this game that long i have no idea uh mike brought up that the broncos d did all right so the colts d actually they both scored well with colts d getting that block as well so yeah because their quarterbacks helped out yeah, absolutely. All right, so just to bring up some injury news, again, I'll just scroll through these, but these are just something to take note of. Brian Scott will be on Sunday, so check us out on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. We're going to talk about all these players that are kind of wishy-washy, but let's talk about some that are out. Kyle Pitts is out, so that's going to be big news, obviously, in that big matchup in it, and with the Bucks. Rashad Bateman is out. You talked about Devin Duvernay. That would have been a big play for you. Um, you know, with him out, Jameis Winston is out for that Saints game. So might not take note of that. Also, Michael Thomas is out. Um, Godwin looks like he's ready to go. David Montgomery still questionable, um, but it looks like he's trending on not going. So you want to watch that. Um, Swift is out. That was somebody else that was out. So J- Jamal Williams, once again, a good play this week. Tyreek Hill came up questionable, limited in practice, though. So he should be able to go. Keenan, Keenan Allen is also out. Um, so you want to check him out. I think Jordan Palmer as well is a little hobbled. So, again, uh, Mike Williams, um, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but might be a, a good start this week uh, in that particular matchup. So, um, anywho, we got a lot to talk about. So let's move on, and we're going to get to our weekly breakdown. Breakdown! Break All right, Friday night, feeling all right. Let's focus now on some games. First game as you wake up on Sunday morning after you watch us, of course, at 8 a.m., you go watch the London game at 9.30. It's Giants at Packers. Giants against the uh, fantasy QBs are ninth. This is a little, their defensive stats kind of surprised me a little bit. They are 15th against fantasy uh, running backs. They are number one against fantasy receivers. Is that crazy enough? And 10th versus the tight end. Again, the Packers now, they're sixth versus fantasy quarterbacks, 12th versus running backs, eighth versus receivers, and fourth versus tight ends. 
Um, Justin, I'll go to you on the Packer side, who you like and don't like in the matchup. Well, so a lot of that, you know, if, if you listen to footballers um, this week, you know, they introduced us to their adjusted uh, schedule ratings. And obviously the Giants have played some pretty lackluster talent on their schedule. They played the Titans, the Panthers, Cowboys and the Bears teams, that you know, can make any defense really look good. So for me, this is like the first test for them. I mean, they've got a Hall of Fame quarterback at with Aaron Rodgers, right? And then you've got Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and then you've got Alan Lazard. You've got a, a plethora of talent over there. Guys I like in this game, I like uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course. I like – I actually really like um, A.J. Dillon. I think that they're going to try and get him more involved in this offense this week. I, he's been kind of taking the back seat. He's been the 1B, even though they said we have two 1As. I think he's been significantly the 1B, and I think they want to get him more involved in this game, probably on the, the running side more than the passing side. And then um, as the receivers go, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm confident starting Romeo Dobbs. I'm very confident. Back-to-back games, he's had some pretty good outings. Um, I think that, you know, he's a go in this one. Alan Lazard, you could probably throw in as a flex. There's really only one guy I don't like in this game on the Packers side, and that's Robert Tunyon. And I think that's just because there's not going to be enough touches to go around for him. But uh, Aaron Jones, I think he's always going to be good for PPR-wise because he's going to be the, the receiving back. And then A.J. Dillon, like I said, I think they get him more involved on the rushing game today. Or not today, Sunday. Yeah, I have Aaron Jones ranked seventh this week. I think that's he's going to be a big player in this particular matchup. Nick, on the Giants side, who do you like and well, or don't like? Uh, I like Saquon Barkley, and I don't like everybody else. Um, because the Giants – well, because Green, Green Bay, they are 13th against the run. And I don't know what other offense the Giants have. I don't. R- Richie James, I don't know who the hell he is. I, I just know that he's a receiver on the Giants. That's it. Uh, Kenny Galladay, Casper. And uh, Tony, Casper. So, again, it's, it's Barkley and the kicker. That's it. And the only reason why the Giants are doing so well is because they they played a um, they're playing strong defense against a weak schedule. Other than that, they're garbage. Danny Dimes a good uh, going for this matchup, so maybe sneaking one in like he did last week Danny as well. Dimes. I got Saquon Barkley this week, number three overall. Um, you know, again as you mentioned, and as Nikki um, alluded to. <laughs> With no receivers, watch for those dump-offs to Saquon as well. So he could end up having a really big fantasy day, um, regardless of the Giants' outcome, so to speak. So, All right, let's move on to the next matchup, the Falcons at the Bucks. Um, the Falcons, defensively, they are 23rd against fantasy QBs. They are 11th versus fantasy running backs. They're 27th versus receivers and 30th versus the tight end. Man, too bad they don't have Gronk anymore. The Bucks, they are 11th versus uh, fantasy QBs, 2nd versus running backs, 14th versus receivers, and 29th versus tight end. And too bad, because this is going to have been a nice Kyle Pitts day for him. Nick, who do you like on the Bucks side? Oh, on the Bucks side, uh, if they're on offense, 
Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. I think they're good to go. Um, right now, the the Bucks are 86% chance to win. Uh, I think Tommy's a little tired of uh, bad football, as as he said earlier earlier today. So uh, Godwin's coming back. I think Lenny's going to get right with, with the dump offs. And I know, I know last week he had negative three rushing yards. Okay. But he, but he did most of his damage uh, on uh, dump off passes. And I like Mike Evans. I like Mike Evans this week. He's a definite start. All right. And on the Atlanta side, Justin, is there anyone besides Drake London that you might like this week? I don't even like Drake London this week. I just don't think – I think that the Bucks are going to be coming for blood against Mariota. I think they're going to be keeping him down all game long. Drake London is the obvious choice without Pitts being there, but that's also the obvious choice for the defense to cover, right? So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, you know, Pitts could, or London could have a good day, or I could be just like say, fuck it, and put him on my bench and say, you know what, I'll just – I'll take the L if he does because at the end of the day, I don't like Mariota. I don't like Tyler Algier. Um, I don't like freaking – obviously, Pitts is not there. I don't know, like, whoever the hell their backup tight end is. And I don't like um, Olmid Zacchaeus, the guy who's going to be running opposite of Drake London. So, you know, at that point, you know, you're going to have Drake London, who's a talented receiver, but he's also a rookie who's going to be going up against a double team all the time, mostly Jamel Dean and Antoine Winfield. On the other side, two pretty solid players – and then you've got Mariota, who's behind a bad line, who's going to be feeling a lot of pressure. Um, if I have to, Drake London's the only guy I'm starting. So what does that mean exactly? Where do you have Drake London at? Do you Would you flex him where you say if you'd had to flex him, or would you start him as a wide receiver too this week? Yeah. I have him 21st. High-end flex. High That's end. it. I, I, I think he's a little outside the 24 range, but I still think he could – he could get some points. I think he. I think he's an easy play this week because the simple fact, like you mentioned, I think Tom Brady's actually going to go out for blood this week. So I think by they're just going to have to keep throwing the football just to kind of keep in it. So garbage time is definitely going to rack up for Drake London, I think too. All right, let's go to the Bears at the Vikings. The Bears they are quarterback wise against fantasy QBs. They're thirteenth. They're twenty fourth versus the running backs. Their second versus the receivers. That's what surprised me seeing the Giants and the Bears, number one and two. I guess that was kind of from last week. The tight ends were uh, their number nine. The Vikings, they are 17th versus fantasy QBs, 27th versus running backs, 21st versus receivers, 22nd versus the tight ends. On the Vikings side, Justin, who you like and don't like? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, I'm a huge proponent. Dalvin Cook gets his first 100-yard game this week. Alexander Madison will probably still get some touches too. Might see a touchdown. Uh, the reason that the Bears are so good against the quarterback uh, is because the running backs just eat them up and they don't have to use the quarterback. Uh, so that means for me, I might not even be in on Kirk Cousins this week. I mean, I know that this offense is predicated off of the Rams offense, but... I mean, he might only get like 18 points or so. So if he's a super flex guy, but if you're going just straight 12 team single QB leagues, you might want to look into somebody else just because he might not have to do much this week. Um, so I'll, I'll never cut out 
uh, Justin Jefferson because you spend too high capital to not start him. Uh, Adam Thielen is in that flex territory, but 100% Dalvin Cook startable. Alexander Madison is flex uh, worthy as well in this game. Anyone you like on the bear side, Nick? The only person I like on the bear side is Khalil Herbert. Uh, Khalil Herbert could be an an RB two if if you're weak at the running game, but if you're strong at the running game, he's definitely a flex. Got to play him. He's right now. He's their only offense. Um, who else? I mean, you can't you can't put in a Bears receiver because number one, they they don't have one. You don't, you you can't put in Cole Komet. So the only viable offensive player that Chicago has is Khalil Herbert. Indeed. Totally agree with you. All right, let's move on to another one. Lions at the Patriots. Oh, Lions. Never, yes, never mind. Nick. Never, no, never mind. All right, Lions, they are 32nd, dead last against fancy QBs. They're 31st versus the running backs, 26th versus receivers, 26th versus tight ends. And on the Patriots side, they are 24th versus QBs, 5th versus fantasy running backs, 13th versus receivers, and 27th against tight ends. Nick, who do you like on the Lions side? Mm. Who I like on the Lions side? Um, surprisingly, I like I, – in a two, two quarterbacks uh, super flex, I like Goff. And I always like Amon Ross St. Brown. So uh, those those two you, you can play. Um, running running game, they Swift is out. Reynolds could get some spot. You know, he he, he might get a big run or two, but only Goff and St. Brown. All right, you tell Nick prepared for this because actually it'd be the play here is T.J. Hawkinson with the. Uh, the one hole in the Patriots defense is definitely the tight end. He's a big play. And Amante Brown may not play this game. So, you know, well, if you do know uh, that the Patriots do take away the best receiving options. So there do they Hawkinson would not be, but, but you just mentioned that Amante Brown would be a good start for you, right? Okay, great. He's always a start. Great. Great analysis. Justin, what's the Patriots side? Anybody you like? Um, Jacoby Myers, if he suits up, I like him. And uh, I like the running backs from Andre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Been in a good split, and that Lions defense against the rush has been pretty poor. Other than that, I mean, you have to be pretty deep. You have to be pretty deep into it if you're, uh, you know, starting Bailey Zappi. I don't think I would try that one. Um, and outside of, I mean, maybe you take a dart throw at Hunter Henry if you don't have Kyle Pitts. I, I I mean, it, not I going with Dov, not yeah. going with Devontae Parker at all because I think that Jacoby Myers eats it up if you know he's back in the roster and it looks like he is. He had limited practice this week. Usually, it means that they're going to play. So only one receiver is viable, and that's Jacoby Myers on the running backs tandem. I think both could be viable, and then like I said, no Bailey Zappi for me unless you're like bottom of the barrel digging. You need a second quarterback. Hawkinson is uh, is hobbled, Mike. You know, you saw you in the comments, but he uh, is set to play, however. All right, let's move on to the biggest matchup of the day in the AFC South, the Texans at the Jags. Actually, it's not really a joking matter anymore. The Jaguars are legit. Against fantasy QBs, they are 15th. Against running backs, they're 26th. Against receivers, 12th. Against tight ends, they are 8th. 
Texans also pretty legit defensively um, against fantasy QBs. They've been 10th running backs. They are dead last, though, 32nd receiver, 10th and tight end, 17th. Justin, who you like and don't lie on the Jag side. Uh, Jags, I like the I like Trevor Lawrence. I like James Robinson and Christian Kirk. Everybody else, not even worth a flex to me. I mean, Zay Jones could go off, but that's the could. That's the could factor. Do I want to bank it on Zay Jones going off, or do I want to use somebody else? Um, I'll use somebody else, but Kirk, Robinson, and Lawrence for sure. Oh, also in the Jaguars defense because they are mighty hungry, and they are getting after the quarterback. Yeah, I like um, Mr. Robinson and even Travis Etienne might be uh, show up today with the Texans not so good against the ground game. Yeah. Um, Nick, what say, Nick, say what say you, my friend, uh, for the Texan side? Who you like? Pierce and Cooks as flex. That's it. Wow. So you, yeah, I think I, I like Damon Pierce a little more than a flex. I think he's RB two. I think he's earned that RB two status. And again, Jags are twenty six against running backs. So they're not exactly, you know, the cream of the crop defensively, but uh, Damian Pierce, definitely a good play for sure. Chargers at the Browns. The Chargers are, man, surprisingly, all this money for this big defense. They're 20th against fantasy QBs, 30th against running backs, 23rd against receivers, and 13th versus the tight ends. Browns on the other side, they are 16th versus quarterbacks, 22nd versus running backs, 17th versus receivers, and 6th versus tight ends. Nick, who you like on the Chargers side or don't like? Uh, you always got to play Justin Herbert, obviously. Uh, I like Eckler this week. I think he's going to have a ba- bounce back, especially in the in the passing game. And I like um, Mike Williams this week. All righty. And Justin, who do you like and don't like on the Brown side of the ball? Uh, so... As you said, the run game has been torturous towards the Chargers, so I am going to start both running backs with confidence. Uh, Hunt is definitely more of the flex version of it, and Chubb is the RB1 hands down. Go for it. Uh, Cooper with J.C. Jackson on the other side, I, I kind of this is a, a big test for him. I still don't want to bench him, but he drops the kind of maybe a, cute, a wide receiver three flex area for me. And then – you know, crazy enough as it could be, Jacoby Brissett can make that game manager game and be an okay QB2 in a super flex league for you. Mm-hmm. Also, David and Joku, um, they were highlighting on the NFL Network, David and Joku always has big games against the Chargers. Oh, it has been averaging a touchdown in every single game he's played against the Chargers. That might be the actual play, especially in DFS lineups. All right. I like that. Maybe Njoku finally show up. I mean, he's been – he had a pretty decent season so far, which is kind of surprising. All right, guys. Well, let's get to our starts of the week. All right, Justin, we'll start with you. Tell us about your starts of the week. Yeah, so I got Ryan Tannehill against Washington. Uh, Washington has been uh, one of the bottom feeder defenses against the quarterback. And I I look at Ryan Tannehill as somebody who can pull out two touchdowns, at least in this game, and maybe even a third on the ground. Uh, I think that he's a good play for this week. Also, James Robinson going against Houston. 
that's averaged 167 yards per game to opposing running backs. That's absolutely insane. James Robinson hit a hiccup last week against probably one of the best run defenses in the game. I think he has a nice bounce back week this week. Uh, Next one is Chris Godwin against the Falcons. Last week he had 10 targets in his return game. I look for, you know, the Falcons are going to be able to try and take away Mike Evans with A.J. Terrell, the all-pro corner on the other side, which is leaving Godwin to absolutely terrorize the slot and the perimeter on the outside as the wide receiver too. I look for Godwin to have maybe a similar day to what Mike Evans had last week with two touchdowns. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. is kind of like a a dart throw here. I think with this Bears offense – there's going to be some chance for throwing the ball. And I'm just kind of looking at it as it's a good matchup overall. And I think that, you know, maybe he can come out with one touchdown. Maybe he catches the second one this time. And I finished it up with the Jags defense going against the Houston Texans. Like I said, the Jags have been absolutely a shocker this year, but that defense is for real. And that, you know, number one pick overall, everybody was questioning. He's also for real. He's got a pick this year in multiple sacks. He's doing very well for himself. Indeed. Um, I have to say, though, I think Er Smith Jr. is that one dart that you just keep throwing every week. So just. <laughs> yeah. It's got to right, stick, right? <laughs> Eventually it will. All right, Nick, let's go to your starts this week. Who do you like? Er Smith Jr. had one showing against Philadelphia, and that was it. And he could have had two touchdowns, but dropped them. So uh, I'm going to go with Derek Carr this week. Uh, he's going up to the Chiefs that are 28th against against quarterbacks, and and that and that's always that's always as as Cooper likes to say a fancy bonanza. Uh, I got Damian Harris uh, going up against Detroit, which is 32nd against running backs. Uh, and he's going to get a lot of work because of uh, Zippo Zappi back there uh, handing off with force. Um, and then I got T. Higgins this week uh, against the Ravens because the last time, the last two times, the Bungholes have played the Ravens. They dropped 82 points on them combined. So, uh, and they are dead last against receivers. I got Dallas Goddard uh, going to go. Going up against Arizona, they are 26th against uh, NFL tight ends. And then I got on defense, the 49ers. The 49ers are playing Carolina, and uh, Carolina just sucks. What are they versus that game. college tight ends? I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I said, what are they versus college tight ends? First. First. <laughs> they're first against college tight ends. All right, let's go to my starts of the week. Let's go to Joe Burrow, probably like my easiest one. The Ravens against fantasy QBs are 31st. Joe Burrow got all the weapons. Love that start. Easy all day. Love Joe Burrow this week. Josh Jacobs at Kansas City to me is another easy start. Kansas City is 28th versus fantasy QBs, or excuse me, running backs, my bad. Um, so, again, I think it'd be, and we keep doubting, like I've mentioned before, we keep doubting Josh Jacobs. Every week he's up in the top at least 15. So I definitely see a big night for him on Monday night. Mike Williams, again, against Cleveland with Keenan Allen, uh, possibly, possibly jo- uh, Josh Palmer down as well. I mean, there's going to be some slim pickings, I guess. I think Gerald Everett also came up on the um, – 
injury report as well. So maybe he's also a little hobbled. So either way, I think Mike Williams is a great play against Cleveland. TJ Hawkinson, I just mentioned a minute ago, I like him as a start this week against New England. They're, that's that one Achilles heel that they do have. It's not a great defense, but they are 27th against fantasy tight end, so it's a good play. And again, America's team, that's your start this week for the defense. I mean, they should be number one, quite frankly, because, I mean, who the hell wants to see the Jets <laughs> offense uh, Kevin wants to say, be nice to the Bengals, Nick. He actually, Nick, I um, am Kevin, just so you know, he calls them the bungholes when he, when he sends those picks in for the Bengals. Yeah, so that, I call them the bungholes. That's, that's how nice he is. All right, let's go on to, uh, let's Could be worse. breakdown. Uh, we were talking about the America's team, the Miami Dolphins facing the Jets. The Dolphins are 30th versus fantasy QBs. They're seventh versus running backs. 28th versus receivers and 28th versus tight ends on the Jets side of the football. They're 22nd versus fantasy QBs. There are 17th versus fantasy running backs, 18th versus receivers and 19th versus tight ends. I've heard what you guys had to say all night. I really don't want, care what you have to say about this game because I'm going to break it down for you. Teddy Bridgewater is a great play this week, especially in DFS. If you can snag him, he's going to be a cheap buy. So I would definitely get him this week. Tyreek Hill is going to be fine. He came up a little hobble, but he'll be playing. So he's a great play this week. He's definitely receiver one, no doubt about it. You plug him and forget it. Jalen Waddle as well. I know I'm a little concerned with because he came up hobbled last week as well, and it is the groin area. Those those do kind of linger. It's almost like a hamstring type injury where you're you know it's that constant like pull on the muscle. So it does concern me a little for Jalen um, in the matchup. And I'm, you know, I'm not really buying Gasecki at all, but I do like Raheem Mostert in this matchup as well. Uh, but who knows? That's going to be one of those. I'm going to say Raheem Mostert, and then it's going to be Chase Edmonds on the Jet side of the football. I don't like anyone other than <laughs> Tyler Conklin. I think he's a good play every time. I tell you guys, every time they play America's team, start to tight end. That's the Achilles heel on the Dolphins. Period. So I like that on that side of the football. All right, we're done talking about that. Let's go to the Steelers and the Bills. See how I just don't even care what you guys have to say about that game. Steelers at the Bills. The Steelers are 19th versus uh, fantasy QBs, 25th versus running backs, 24th versus receivers, 16th versus tight ends. Bills, QBs, number two, running back, eight, receiver, four, tight end, two. I mean, you can put up any kind of schedule you want on the fantasy footballers. This Bills defense is nasty. Justin, what say you? Who you like on the Bills and don't like on the Bills side? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, Nick, how funny would it be if the Jets beat the Dolphins? Would we see Commissioner <laughs> Cooper on Monday? No, we wouldn't see him on Monday anyways. We should we see we him should on do this. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We should do this WWE style. WWE. Cooper versus Justin. If if the Jets win, if the Jets win, Cooper must relinquish all hosting duties for the rest of the season to you. No, that's dumb. Oh, yeah, come on. That. That. Anyway. Okay, Nick. Great job. All right. Thanks, so, Commissioner Nick. Yeah, way to go, Nick. Womp, womp, womp. All right, Justin, what say you? Who do you like on the Bills side? 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Uh, I mean, who do you not like on the Bills side? I mean, I think this is even a get-right game for Gabriel Davis. Um you know, everybody's been waiting for it. And I'm just like, okay, so th- here's your game. Pittsburgh's got a soft defense without TJ Watt. You know, they've got, you know, two options. You can either guard Stefan Diggs, you can guard Gabriel Davis. I think that, you know, Gabe Davis is going to go off. Josh Allen, he's going to have his normal game. Um, this could be a big, you know, Devin Singletary wake up game as well. We could finally see him breaking into that maybe RB1 range in this game. And then um, one guy I'm actually completely off on until he proves me wrong and I've been off on him is Dawson Knox. That's it. Other than that, I mean, I like the Isaiah McKenzie play because he's proven in the past couple weeks he can take on that slot role and he can make it, you know, actually worth a damn as far as points goes. And then, you know, like I said, Gabriel Davis get right week. How many weeks has he sat out with this ankle injury? Come on, man. You got to start showing something. So I like everybody except for Dawson Knox on the Bills side, and I love the Bills' defense in this game. Against a rookie quarterback that just threw three interceptions, oh, locked and loaded. It's apropos you don't like Dawson Knox because he's not even playing. Nick, what say you? Who do you like on the Steelers' side? Uh, The only person I like on the Steelers' side, just, just because the sheer volume, is Najee Harris. Everybody else, sit. Yeah, I mean... Oof, I can't even start anyone in this one. It's gonna be I think that one's gonna be real ugly um come Sunday. All right, let's go to the next one. That means, of course, the Steelers are gonna win. Let's go to the next one. Seahawks at the Saints. The Saints fantasy QBs, they are eighth running backs, they are fourth, 22nd against receivers, and third versus fantasy tight ends. On the Seahawks side, 27th versus fantasy QBs, 29th versus running backs, six versus receivers. Dead last versus tight ends. Nick, who you like on the Saints side? Uh, I like Alvin Kamara just because of the fact that um, uh, the the red the red uh, red rifle is is starting. I red rum red rum. <laughs> well, red rooster was going to come out, and I knew that wasn't it. So uh, the red rifle, uh, Andy Dalton's going to be playing, so it's going to be more volume for uh, Alvin Kamara. And uh, I I like Chris Olave. I I think he's going to be young up up and coming player. Uh, I believe last time I checked, I believe that um, uh, you can fly. No, Mike Mike not Mike Williams. Mike um, Thomas is Thomas. is question. I'm I'm having a he, bad. He's day. out. He's out. Yeah, he's he's out. So so it's got to be a, a big uh, Chris Olave day. And a sneaky play if if you're in a deep league and you're and you're reaching, um, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill might have a sneaky good game this week. 
I don't think that's reaching at all. They're dead last against fantasy tight ends. And, you know, you can play him as a tight end. And you got, you know, Andy Dalton, and who knows how many reps he's going to get a QB. Justin, what say you on the Seahawks side? Who do you like on that side? Oh, uh, they're all crap. <laughs> <laughs> Are they, though? No, you know, that, you was, just, that Kevin. was just for Kevin. Upset Kevin. That was just for Kevin. That's a little shout-out to Kevin right there. Um, you know, I, actually, in this game, I don't mind starting Geno Smith if you have a bad option. Like, if you had – you know, Russell Wilson, you benched him. Good, good job. But uh, if you, you know, you have like somebody who has maybe a, a least favorable matchup on this one, I'd go Geno Smith. He's rolling with some thunder right now. Uh, one guy on the receiver end I'm not liking is DK Metcalf. And flip side, I like Tyler Lockett this week. You know, Marcus Lattimore is still one of the better uh, corners in the game. He'll have Metcalf all day long. And then on the other side, you know, I don't even know who the corner's name is, so that tells you how good he probably is. Um, as far as Tyron Matthew goes, I think he'll probably lock up whoever is starting at tight end, whether it's Colby Parkinson, Noah Fant maybe show up or something. So I'm not going with the tight end. Sneaky play is going to be actually, I think that, you know, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker might be sneaky plays in this game. Kenneth Walker, more or less somebody to watch on your bench, but he's been getting an uptick in um, playing time ever since he's been back. So might be seeing more of a transition towards him getting a bigger role in this offense. Rashad Penny coming off his best game of the week. I don't think he'll do that to the Saints, but I know that they will be a run first team. So when you have that, you always want to get those guys in, even if it's a flex. Yeah, I'm not playing anybody on Seahawks after all that. Anyway, Bandy, what's up, my brother? Happy belated birthday to you. Appreciate you. And Kevin said, come on, Justin. Tighten up. All right, let's go to the next matchup. Titans at the Commanders. What are we talking about? Titans quarterbacks <laughs> are 26. Running backs are 18th. They are 29th versus receivers and 24th versus the tight ends. On the commander side, they are 25th versus QBs. Six versus running backs, 30th versus receivers, and 11th versus the tight ends. Justin, who you like on the commander side? Uh, crazy enough, I like Carson Wentz. Uh, the secondary has been a problem for the uh, Titans. You know, he's got to show it sometime, right? Or else they're just going to, you know, be the same old commanders and riverboat Ron's going to be looking for a job on the riverboat somewhere. Um, and then, you know, is this Antonio Gibson's last chance to have a job? I mean, Brian Robinson is practicing. He The reports came out saying he didn't think he was going to be doing as much as he did. I think this is his last chance to prove that he deserves some of the touches in this offense. And if he doesn't, then Brian Robinson might make a second-half appearance in this game. Um, so I'm going to hesitantly start Antonio Gibson because of the matchup as a flex and see where that gets me. Hopefully he feels the little fire under his ass and he feels it to a, a nice game. Um, and then on the outside with uh, Dotson being questionable, I think he's not even going to play, but I, last I heard it was questionable. So commissioner Cooper he's just out. broke it. He's out. He's out. Um, he's out. Terry McLaren is a good play. Um, I like him as the deep threat in this one. And then obviously you put Curtis Samuel in, in the slot. 
Yeah, Terry, Scary, and Curtis uh, could be a decent one. Who you like on the Titans side, Nick? Nick, Nick well, Washington, Washington is is the second team for next week's Thursday night snoozer, the Bears at the Commanders. I can't wait for that game. Going to the movies for that one, right? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, as far as Tennessee goes, I like surprisingly I like Ryan Tannehill because Washington is twenty fifth against quarterbacks, so we could have a big day. Uh, I'm not crazy about Derrick Henry only because they're seventh against running backs. So Derrick Henry might have a bad day, but a bad day for Derrick Henry might be a good day for just about everybody else. You have to play him. I mean, you're not going to sit Derrick Henry. He's going to fall in the end zone. Uh, and then I also like Robert Woods because they are, what, what I just looked, looked at it 30th against Oh, 31st against wide receivers. So, um, and you might get some Derrick Henry check down passes. So those are my three Titans that you're going to play this week. Yeah, I actually like those a lot. Um, I like Bobby Trees a lot this week. It'd be a nice bounce back for him. Although I keep saying that and then he never shows up or something. So stop reason. saying that. Then he'll show up. Stop saying it. All right. Speaking of stop saying it and not showing up, let's talk about guys that we don't like this week. We call them Flanders Flop. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best. Shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Ah, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Check the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops, fucking hit your bitch and massage. It's a big watch. Diamond dripping off with a clock. All right, Nick, you're up. Your segment to lead, my friend. Tell us about the guys you don't like this week. Oh, let me start with. <laughs> Kyler Murray. I said Kyler Murray the last time. Don't play him. He had a crappy game. So right now I am one for one. Now I'm going to be two for two because right now Philly is fourth against quarterbacks. Uh, I say you're going to, you're going to sit Ezekiel Elliott for two reasons. Number one, the Rams are the number one against, against running backs. And number two, you might see. Pretty soon, you might see Zeke on the waiver wire. So if you need a running back, you just might pick him up for free. Okay? The next guy I have is DJ Moore. Uh, Nobody's dropping because, Zeke, bro. Well, hey, you never know, right? <laughs> the, the way he keeps on playing. Uh, I got DJ Moore at wide receiver simply because of the fact that uh, he's he's not producing and he plays with, with number six. Uh, I got Tyler Higby. Because uh, they're playing Dallas, and Dallas is number six against tight ends. And I have sitting the Rams defense because right now, even though with Cooper Rush, everyone thought that, that myself included, that Dallas's offense was going to fall off a cliff. Uh, they're rolling, folks. They are rolling. Uh, even though the Rams do stop the run, they do not stop the pass. So it should be a field day for C.D. Lamb. So, again – uh, you heard it here first, folks. Cooper Sit Rush. Up. All right, Justin. Oh, what a rush. Justin, what say you, man? What a great football name. That's all I got to say. What? Give me your flops of the week. He's the second best Cooper, but that's not his fault <laughs> because he's going to be playing the first best Cooper in that game. Um, Matthew no, Stafford. The, the best Cooper's right here, bro. Like, that's where I thought you were going with. Like, come on. Well, well I mean, Cooper has in a first name. Like, your Cooper has <laughs> in a last name. I'm not going to say Amari Cooper's better than him. <laughs> Maybe at receiver. 
<laughs> but uh, Matthew Stafford is my first one up. Uh, Matthew Stafford has been pretty atrocious during this stretch. I mean, whether it's tendonitis or he can't find Allen Robinson, there's something wrong there. And now he's playing against the defense, the defense that's leading the way in sacks right now. And I think this is just, I mean, you're coming off a seven sack game against the 49ers and now you're going into the team that's just one sack ahead of the 49ers. Yeah. I think it's going to be a disastrous game for Stafford. Najee Harris, my running back. Um, You said it best. This defense overall schedule adjusted. Everything is just good. And Najee Harris is pretty much the only weapon that Pittsburgh possesses right now. So I think that, you know, that between that, his injury history and, you know, probably just the wear and tear of leading that Alabama backfield is going to finally catch up to Najee. And I think it's been catching up to Najee this season to be get, to be truly honest with you. Hollywood Brown is my wide receiver. That line sucks. Yeah, it's freaking god awful. Um, Hollywood Brown, last week it worked with Christian Kirk. He got shut down by that star-studded um, – cornerback room so i'm gonna go with hollywood brown this one i think i'm echoing the kyler murray too because i think the cardinals overall are gonna have a bad game this is the one that i know coop is like laughing at because i just praised this guy but this was early on in the week before i knew all this information about his history against the chargers david and joku and i'm gonna just roll with the punches here i'm gonna eat my l at the end of the week when it you know bites me in the butt david and joku the reason I thought of him at the beginning was because the secondary for the Chargers is actually pretty damn good. Derwin James covers a lot of the tight ends, and he's just a super tall athletic safety. He was just – I mean, who was that guy he just, like, picked up and just dropped on his butt? I'm I'm amazed by how good Derwin James is. And then Carolina Kelsey. defense. Was I think that- it was Kelsey he did that too. Yeah, it was Kelsey. You're absolutely yeah. right. Tight end, yeah, maybe. And, Pan- and Panthers because you know they're playing my Niners. So it's pretty much with that analogy. No, no, it was because well, it was because the Niners were going to keep Baker Mayfield off the field so much that he was the defense going to run out of gas and have to give up a lot of points. Like I said, because it's a playing my team. All right, let's go to go to you mean the Razor Garoppolo. I guess I didn't put the ticker on mine either. <laughs> um, Geno Smith is my sit this week. I know everyone's been high on Geno, but we're going to see a Geno Smith game. Saint. In New Orleans, they are tough to play. Tough defense. They are eighth against fancy QBs. I see a tough day for Mr. Gino. Jamal Williams. I uh, brought this up earlier. New England. They are, I believe, seventh against fantasy running backs. I don't see a big day for Jamal. New England schemes well, as we talked about. It, you talk about taking away their best weapon. I think that's pretty much it in the running game. I mean, it's Jamal Williams, and that's it. So, I like, to see, Bill will shut that down. I think. Um, Deontay Johnson against Buffalo. I don't need to go on any further. It's Buffalo. It's Mitch Trubisky, you know, or excuse me, whoever, Kenny Pickett, whatever the guy is, doesn't matter. They're still going to be in Kenny trouble. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, whoever. Taysom Hill at, or well, I think I got that mixed up. Uh, they're, I guess, are they, they're not playing this, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, they're not playing Tampa Bay. And you praised, and you praised. Taysom Hill in the I earlier did. segment. I did. I don't know why I put him in there because I th- I thought I was putting him as my start. Actually, I thought it was like a. Smart start. 
It's been Taysom a long Hill's day. playing the Seahawks it's, it's at home. Long, yeah, it's been a long day. I'm gonna go ahead and just forget. I'll 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 <laughs> eat it here. Taysom Hill, he hasn't shown up all year. You know, whatever. <laughs> One game. What all right, you? Eagles at Arizona. I actually disagree with you guys, and we'll talk about this more on Sunday. I think we're going to be flying high in this matchup. I think the Eagles still win this game, but I think they're both are gonna, offenses are going to eat in this ball game. So I think it's going to be a fun game to watch nonetheless. All right, let's go on to finish up our matchups. Um, I got to go back into my book here because I think I'm a little too far. The 49ers, we were just talking about them at Carolina. 49ers, number one against fantasy QBs third against running backs, fifth against receivers, fifth against tight ends. Just like the Bills, adjust what you want, a great defense. Carolina, they're 14th versus running – or excuse me, quarterbacks and, and running backs. They're 19th versus receivers and 18th versus the tight ends. Justin, who you like on the Niner side? Uh, the defense, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and maybe Jeff Wilson for a touchdown. Other than that, Jimmy Garoppolo – don't want any part of it. Brandon Ayuk, you got to show up before I want any part of that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and even Jeff Wilson, because that defense is pretty good against the run, I'm kind of still iffy on it. But I can see him getting a goal line touchdown and saving his day. So that's where I'm kind of out, this 49ers uh, offense. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. And, you know, Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold's going to be a big part <laughs> of this game. Gold. Play, make sure you plug and play Robbie Gold this week. Nick, how, who do you like on the Carolina side of the ball? Anyone? <laughs> uh, I yeah. like CMC because you have to play him. Uh, even though even though the Niners are they are sixth against wide, wide receivers and they are second against running backs, you have to play C- CMC. And um, – I think a big contributor to the Panthers is going to be the beer vendors. They're going to they're going to really help the the uh, the Panthers fans. But other than that, C- CMC just by name alone. Other than that, just flush everybody. They're definitely going to need some Bud Light in Carolina. All right, Dallas at the Rams. Dallas is uh, seventh versus fancy QBs, thirteenth versus running backs, ninth versus receivers, seventh versus tight ends. Rams they are twenty first against fantasy QBs. First against fantasy running backs, 31st against the receivers, and first versus tight end. They're all over the place. Um, Nick, who do you like on Dallas's side of the ball? I uh I like CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> That's no about Cooper it. Rush, you know. Where where would you put Cooper Rush? Where would I uh, I I think I have him ranked twenty eighth because because he can hand he can hand off like nobody's business. Uh that's all I like. I just I don't like Zeke. I don't like anybody else but CD Lamb. So both you and Justin give me analysis of teams where you love the receivers, but you don't like the quarterbacks. That's interesting. Justin, because he's only going to focus because he's only get he's he's only going to get the ball to one receiver consistently, and that's going to be CD Lamb. We shall see, Justin. What say you on the Rams side of the ball? 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So, Coop, it's funny that you say that. Last week, 49ers Rams, Matthew Stafford was a hot pile of garbage. Cooper Cup was, I believe, in the top three of wide receivers. Very so, true. Yep. And that happen? leads right into where I'm going. Start Cooper Cup, start Tyler Higby. Everybody else can F off. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. All right, we were just talking about this game where you guys think that the um, they're going to struggle a little bit. Philly at the Cardinals. Philly, they are fourth against fantasy QBs, 16th versus running backs, 15th versus receivers, 12th versus tight ends. Cardinals are 18th versus quarterbacks, 21st versus running backs, 7th versus receivers, and 31st against tight ends. Nick, who do you like on Philly's side of the ball? Uh, I like Philly's. Uh, I, I like um, Hurts. I like yeah, I like Philly. I like I like everybody. Um, Philly, Philly versus everybody. Uh, no one likes us, and we don't care. So I like Jalen Hurts. Uh, I also like Miles Sanders. Going to have a big day, and I like Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown. Um, it's funny because this game, uh, Philly plays very very well in the first half because they don't really have to play in the se- second half, and then uh, Arizona doesn't play until after halftime. So it's going to be an interesting game to see how this, how this matriculates. Philly could, could be up by like 31 points by halftime. So it may be a throwing fest the, the second half, but I still say sit Kyler Murray. I definitely do not agree. Justin, who do you, like, who do you like on the Cardinal side? Uh, Zach Ertz revenge game. And Ooh. that's about it. I mean, Kyler Murray, this this Eagles defense is a very tough defense to run the ball off. I hope of. he studies so his playbook. <laughs> he's he's been doing Madden all day long. He's getting real deep into it. Um, remember that you're talking about the Eagles and not the Phillies. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not keen on Kyler Moore, Murray or Hollywood Brown in this game, and definitely not touching James Conner. Um, Talk about somebody who could be on the waiver wire soon. That's somebody who could be on the waiver wire soon because there is a lot of faith that's getting lost in James Conner right now. He's just not producing uh, at a high enough level. So for me, like I said, I'm just going with Zach Ertz. I think he's a target machine, and at tight end, all you need is like 10 targets to be relevant. I think James Conner's been a little hobble, and I think the same with Zeke. Ain't nobody dropping James Conner, bro. All right, look, we already talked. We talked your team. We talked Nick's team. We already talked my team. Let's talk about our homer picks. Justin, who's your homer pick this week? Don't. Um, my homer pick this week is going to be um, Danny Gray. Danny Gray has been practicing, 
And I mean, here's for the long shots, right? Um, Danny Gray's been practicing and they need another level to their offense right now. I mean, everything is from the line of scrimmage. Last week, we wanted to praise Jimmy Garoppolo, but the reality was he had 187 yards were attributed to receivers gaining after the catch. So 187 to 239, that doesn't look too good on your score sheet, buddy. Um, So I will just say that Danny Gray can add a different layer to this offense. I think if they can get him out there for a play or two, maybe get him a deep ball or two and he connects, he could take it to the house as he showed us in preseason. Nick, who's your don't homer pick this week? Oh, I like Dallas Goddard. He's gonna he's gonna be double fifth in eating eating this week because Arizona gives up sixteen and a half points to the tight end. They're ranked thirty first. So there we go, folks. Dallas Goddard gonna eat and get fat this week. Mm, I I'm gonna go with an obvious play this week. I like Tyreek Hill this week. I like him to make some big plays against the Jets. You want to know why? Because we need him too. <laughs> it's going to be a big week this week, but I like Tyreek Hill against this Jets offense. Yes, sir. Defense. Go ahead. Yes, Justin. How's the quadricep? I, I heard that he just showed up on the injury report with a quad injury. Right. We talked we talked about that earlier. I don't know where you were at, but I had mentioned that he was he had been a little hobbled, but he will be a good to go for you run out. through it so fast. I, 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 I don't even know who you actually news, talk bro. about. Talk about <laughs> news, bro. Um yeah, so he, he I like him as a big play this week. Um he should be fine to play. And you know, again with Jalen Waddle, I talked about him with that groin injury. Um, you know, him a little hobbled. I like Tyree Kill to show up big for the Dolphins this week. America's team. All right, let's finish it up with the night game. We got the blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. I'm way off here. It's the Bengals at the Ravens. The Bengals are fifth versus QBs. They're 10th versus running backs. They're 11th versus receivers. 15th versus tight ends. The Ravens, 31st versus fantasy QBs. 19th versus running backs, 14th versus receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. Justin, who do you like on Bengals' side of the football? Uh, for the Bengals, Jamar Chase, throw out T. Higgins. Just absolutely, this defense cannot guard receivers. They cannot get you. They are not a presence deep. So, Jamar Chase, bounce back game. T. Higgins, continue this uh, streak that you're on right now. Joe Burrow, 100%. Chips in, let's go. Um, and then you know what? I even Joe Mixon is good play in this one. I am I'm hesitant on playing Hayden Hurst, but that's just because I've never really liked Hayden Hurst. I think he's kind of just a layman's version of a tight end. Like he's just kind of that journeyman guy, you know. He can make a play or two here or there, but he's a plotter and doesn't really have too much athletic ability more than I do, but you know, not too much as far as the tight end position goes. Um and then you know, a long shot would be Tyler Boyd, but I don't think I'm taking that long shot. I mean, if I have Tyler Boyd on my team, you know, I mean, I'm looking for a flex play. I'm flexing him all day. I think, he, you know, you talked about the them not being able to stop that deep throw. That's pretty much his game. So, I, you know, I think I'd like to see him get at least one uh, this weekend. Nick, what say you on the Ravens side? Who do you like? Oof, this one's going to be tough. Because, I'm always saying it's going to be tough because, look – they, uh, Cincinnati is fourth against quarterbacks. They're eighth against running backs. So right there, you take out Lamar Jackson throwing and running. Uh, they 
They're number 18 against a tight end. So obviously you're going to say Mark Andrews. I mean, you're going to start Lamar. I mean, you'd be a fool not to, but, um, they are surprisingly number 29 against kickers. So if you got Justin Tucker, uh, hey, you got to find points somewhere, right? Um, so why not get it from the all time greatest kicker ever? So Justin Tucker should have a big game, but yeah, I, you're going to, you're going to start Lamar. You're going to start um, <clears throat> Tucker and not Tucker. I'm sorry. Um, Andrews and uh, Tucker. That's it. <laughs> Tucker. He's still going and Duvernay. Duvernay is because, like, like I said, he is the there number one go. receiver. There you go. There's still something. I mean, we don't need him here. If somebody has Justin Tucker, they're starting him, Nick. All right. Let's go to the final Monday night matchup. The Raiders. You're starting J.K. Dobbins. That's for sure. Right. Well, I don't know. I might start him this week. Raiders at the Chiefs. The Raiders are 29th versus fantasy QBs. They're 23rd versus running backs, 20th versus receivers, 21st versus tight ends. On the Chiefs side, they are 28th versus fantasy uh, QBs. Uh, On both, I'm sorry, QBs and running backs are 28th. Receivers are 25th. Tight ends are 23. I mean, this could be that fantasy bonanza we've been talking about. Nick, who you like on the Raiders side of the ball? Everybody. Uh, I like everybody. But even though I like everybody, I'm cautious about Darren Waller because Darren Waller really has not shown up this season. Even though uh, the Raiders are 20th against the tight end, Um. I'm sorry, not not the Raiders. The Chiefs are 23rd against the tight end. It would be, if it was anybody else, you say, start him, start him, start him. But Waller hasn't been having a good game this, I mean, a good season so so far. Uh, and the sneaky good play could be Hunter Renfro. Yeah, but who are you sitting for, you know, Darren Waller? I mean, honestly. Uh, a team that plays crappy against... The uh, tight end, like Seattle, it's 32nd, so you might want to play Taysom Hill. Uh, you might want to sit play Dallas Goddard over Waller because they're the 30th-ranked uh, defense against the tight tight end in I mean, Arizona. I mean, I don't know who's got Goddard and Waller on their team, but they're looking pretty nice for sure if, if they do. Some Justin, crazy school might have wasted two picks. Justin, what say you on the Chiefs side? Who you like? <laughs> professor, by the way, Professor Kevin said start everyone, and the same on the Bengals side. He just says start them all, just throw them all in there. Who do you, who do you like? Throw every everyone on the roster, even the deep ones. Uh, you know what? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm looking this up right now. Seven and one against the Raiders all time. He owns the Raiders to say the least. He really does. Um, he averages 318 yards against them. He always seems to have some of his best games against the Raiders. So, I mean, if you were ever considering it before, you're not considering it now that I'm telling you this information. Start Patrick Mahomes a thousand percent. I don't care if you got Josh Allen there too. Start him. Um, this is where it gets tricky. Who do you start at wide receiver? Mm. So for me, I start to go into who's getting the majority of the target share. That would be Juju Smith-Schuster. But is he really making the most of it? Get you four points a game. I mean, he'll get you four catches a game, which is four points, and then a little bit on, tacked onto the side. So for me, I'm, I'll am i start Juju as a flex. 
CEH is becoming an RB2 in my books because whether it's rushing or receiving, he is almost booking himself in every single week for 14 points, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy at this level. Um, considering we were like thinking he was just a wash maybe this year, you know, everybody was already considering him out. Uh, this game also has a chance because it's at Arrowhead and the Raiders are notorious for getting blown out at Arrowhead. So this might have implications for even starting Isaiah Pacheco as a low-end flex because he might end up coming in the back end of the game and absolutely blowing the Raiders away, maybe getting a touchdown 60 yards, kind of like he did in the first game. Plus his usage has been going up. Um, obviously, Kelsey, you, you just start him. Just start him. You're doing yourself a favor. And then I don't know if I want any part of Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I, I just I don't think I want to roll the dice with that. So, yeah, I think Marcus Valdez-Scantling is the only one I'm saying hell no to. Yeah, I think pretty much, you know, like Professor said, Professor Kevin said, start everyone. You know, like you said, they're a little cautious on the receiver, on the receiver side with the Chiefs. Uh, but I like Devonta Adams on the other side. I like all the receivers on that side. Um, you know, like you said, just don't know who's going to be that guy. He might end up throwing a CEH a lot. He might throw him to Kelsey. You're just not sure. It's such a roulette. Hey, Patrick Mahomes told us before the season started, so we should have listened. All right, you guys know what time it is. The end of the Friday show. It's time for our ultimate DFS lineups. In honor of basketball season, I got my John Cena get up on tonight. That's my that's my wrestling gear tonight. All right, cipher my ultimate DFS lineup. All right, Justin, we'll start with you. Talk about your lineup. John Cena was a Celtics fan. <laughs> just meant the basketball motif. No, I know, I know. I was just fucking around. Uh, so I got Derek Carr at fifty nine hundred. Um, so we were just talking about possible blowout of Darrowhead. Here's the thing. Derek Carr's now got a lot of weapons. He's got Devontae Adams. He's got, you know, Darren Waller. Hunter Renfro's coming back this week. Matt Collins has shown out. I think he has enough to keep himself into this game. And at 5,900, he's a lot cheaper than what Patrick Mahomes is going for, and you can spend that money elsewhere. Dalvin Cook is my big money play, and that's because he has a good track record against the Bears, and the Bears have one of the worst defenses against the run this year. Um, like I said, I, I look for him to get on track with his first hundred yard or first hundred yard game this week against the Bears. And then James Robinson, another guy who's playing a lackluster defense against the rush. Um, like I said before, 167 yards on average, the Texans are giving up. Looking at James Robinson as a, a steady or steady lock for this one. Then Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk in this game. It's a bounce back game for him, really, because he got kind of shut out in the last you know game. He still had a strong performance, just not in fantasy numbers. And I think this week he'll put it on in the slot and he'll get back to that five to six catch range where maybe he gets a hundred yards as well. And at sixty six hundred, that's pretty good. I talked about Terry McLaren possibly being the big deep threat um, with the Jahan Dotson being out. And then Garrett Wilson. I know Coop's not going to like this one, but I think Garrett Wilson has a good chance to smoke some of those Dolphins defenders. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson having a big game at 5,200. Ramondre Stevenson's my flex. 
love it against the Detroit Lions. I think that a lot of people are really like, oh, who's the running back? Who's running back here? It doesn't really matter if they're just going to run the ball with both of them. You know, if Roger Stevenson comes away with a touchdown, he's already cashed in on that total. Irv um, Smith Jr., love, I just got to keep throwing the dart with Irv Smith Jr. somehow, you know. Yeah, he's going to land somewhere. Now the 49ers defense, because I'm a mark for myself, I'm going to be going to the game, and I just want to see Nick Bosa stick the flag and Baker Mayfield's back one more time. Nice. You're going to the game? I didn't even know that. You gotta, gotta yes, see. sir. I will be – Live streaming from Carolina. All right. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure you bring your TSS cards. All right, Nick, let's talk about your (laughs) ultimate DFS lineup. Okay, so I got Tom Brady going up against the 23rd ranked defense in the Atlanta Falcons for for 6,000. I got James Robinson, 6,300, going up against their 32nd ranked run defense in the Houston Texans. I got the Devin Singletary, uh, 6,100, going up against the, fifth, the 25th ranked defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Terry McLaurin, we already covered him. Uh, Amare, my second best Cooper at, uh, 6,200 at going up, going up against the Tennessee 29th ranked passing defense. Chris Godwin on it on the comeback. I got that stack against Tampa Bay. I'm sure against Atlanta. And then um, my flex, I got Khalil Herbert. I think he's going to have a nice game against Minnesota because they are ranked at 26 against against the run. And I got your America's team, Miami Dolphins, on defense against the New York We Suck Jets, Jets, Jets. That's the smartest thing you've said all day. All right, let's go on to my ultimate DFS lineup. And, you know, the big big money play for me is Joe Burrow. Like, you know, if I spent any money, I, I spent a lot of money. It's on Joe Burrow. I've talked about how bad that Ravens defense in, is against fantasy QBs. I think he's the big play today. I already talked about Josh Jacobs. He's one of my starts this week. So we all like James Robinson. Look at that. All of us got James Robinson against his Houston Texans defense. Um, So I think that's saying something. Definitely look out for him this week. Mike Williams, I talked about him earlier with all the troubles going on in the receiving core. I like him. I like Robert Woods. I already mentioned him earlier as well, uh, being that Traylon Burks is going to be out. So look for Robert Woods to be the main guy against the defense. It's not very good against receivers anyway. Tyler Boyd, I always just mentioned him a minute ago. I like him finding one deep. Raheem Mostert, again, my homer pick. No, it wasn't my homer pick this week. But my homer pick usually every week. I like him to be a big play this week. He'll, I am waiting for him to bust that long one. I think this is that time this week, finally. TJ Hawkinson, I went ahead and sp- spent a little bit more on the tight end this week because I like the position he's in. Um, they're going to have to throw the football, I mean, a lot. I think they're going to be throwing it a lot. And, you know, again, with – uh, with Amonte Brown probably not playing, it's a good play. Justin, I like the 49ers play against this Carolina offense, which is not very good. We know how Baker likes to turn that ball over. So, all right. Well, that will do it for Friday night. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to check us out on Sunday. We got Jay's plug of the week. We're at Brian Scott on to talk about injuries. Um, we'll also have Mikey Betts on, continue his enormous hot streak he's had on TSS. I hope you guys have been betting behind him because he's definitely been pulling it out on his prop bets uh, we're gonna have all the weather we're gonna have all lots of good stuff on sunday it'll be at 8 a.m so make sure you check us out then until then we appreciate you and we are out
We're on a mission. We're on a mission. suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 